Well hey there pod puppies. Thanks for returning to the pod sound school. Or if this is your first time here, welcome. Here you'll find all the resources you need to start a successful podcast or improve the one you already have and grow your digital footprint by leveraging the power of and enjoying the benefits of this spectacular platform. Today Studio Steve will be explaining the difference between a compressor and a limiter. And he'll also cover some exporting basics. And before we listen to his delectable and desirable voice, remember, the road to success and the road to failure are almost exactly the same. Hey everyone, welcome to Odd Sound School. You're probably wondering, hey, where's Veronica at? It is her birthday week, so she is taking some time off, and also she has to cram in working with some clients. So she won't be with us today, but that's okay. I received an email from a podski who's very confused about the difference between compression and limiting. So I thought that would be a perfect opportunity to talk about one of my favorite things in life, audio compression and see if we can sort of demystify it a little bit, help it to make more sense to you guys, and also explain the the difference between compression and limiting. And before we dive in, I just want to invite you to come over and check us out at our Overachievers Club at patreon.com slash podsoundschool. And I'll go ahead and leave the link in this episode's show notes. We're really trying to grow our community over there and we could use your help. If you've been listening to our show for a while or watching us on YouTube, we really love what we're doing and we want to keep doing it. So we need your pledge to keep the doors to the podcast. Sound School open, and to be able to keep providing free content for Podskis. Okay, let's get to it. So, compression and limiting. Uh, what's the difference between the two? You hear them talked about all the time, and how do we use them on our podcast most effectively? So, I thought we could just take the time and talk about different settings and sort of do a compression refresher. So first, let's talk about a threshold. A threshold basically is like this gateway. It's like this imaginary line. Well, actually, it's a, it's a pretty physical line within the electronics of a compressor. And the threshold, if the very bottom of your audio spectrum, and let's say these numbers aren't accurate, but let's say that's zero, and then all the way up to the top, that's a 10. And all the audio that happens in between that can be graphed between zero and 10. Well, the threshold is like drawing a line, picking a place to draw the line. So you could say seven. At seven dB, I'm gonna draw this line. That threshold, it's gonna tell at what point in the volume range are we going to apply the compressor. Because basically what a compressor is, is it's a dynamic range compressor. It's reducing the dynamic range. It's making what's softer louder and what's louder softer so that we can squeeze the audio together more and push it through the mix and get a nice mix for it. And so it's the most used tool in audio production. It's really cool. And once we sort of demystify all these settings, it becomes really easy and useful to use. So where would you set the threshold? That depends wildly uh, on your situation. If it's for a vocal or a podcast vocal, you'll just find kind of the average place that your voice is resting and set the threshold there. Now the threshold is something that is also different when it comes to a compressor or a limiter. On a compressor, when you're just using a compressor for your voice, you're gonna set the threshold, like I said, just around in the middle. But on a limiter, what a limiter's responsibility is or what we're using a limiter for is 
one, to limit any distortion from happening, and then two, to sort of bring the overall volume of our stereo mix up. So the limiter is something we put on the whole stereo bus or on the LR bus so that we can crunch it a little bit more, get it a little bit more, a little louder, and also get it broadcast ready to make sure that we're not gonna get any clipping at the top. And that brings us to the next function, ratio. The most common ratio for vocals, uh, podcast voice, is three to one or four to one. I, I would say maybe three and a half, anywhere between three to one or four to one. What does that mean? Well, it's the relationship that the audio has with the threshold, and it's going to tell the compressor how hard to work or how much of that audio to reduce. For every one dB, the volume crosses the threshold, the compressor will reduce that volume three dBs. So that's kind of a, a pretty forgiving setting there with the voice, but if you have the threshold set all the way down, then it's gonna be reducing everything by many times because your volume is gonna be crossing over the threshold by five, six, seven, eight dBs. So that multiplied by three is 24. So now the compressor is gonna work even harder. The more the volume crosses that threshold, the more the compressor is gonna reduce that volume. This is the main difference between a compressor and a limiter. First, with a limiter, we're gonna set the threshold all the way at the top. We're gonna put it basically right at the top uh, with the threshold. And then we're gonna set the ratio to 20 to one, or sometimes even infinity to one. If the threshold's set to one, a one to one ratio, then there won't be any compression applied at all. So that one, but once we start getting down to the two to one and the four to one and the eight to one, the compression becomes more and more unforgiving, so to speak. So that threshold becomes less of a dotted line and more of a hard, solid, concrete wall that is impenetrable. And that's kind of the idea of limiting. And if you continue on, we see limiting, which is infinity to one, which means no matter how hard the audio tries, no matter how loud it is gonna, it, the threshold, the compressor will not allow it to pass that threshold. Hopefully that's making sense. Basically, to recap with the ratio and with the threshold is, on a compressor that we use for our voice, our threshold is gonna be set, it's sort of the average level that our voice is at. So it just trims off those little top parts. It's just trimming off kind of the higher parts so that we can then add gain and add a little boost to our voice and get our voice more squeezed in the middle. With a limiter, a limiter's totally different thinking. A limiter is for our stereo bus. It's more of a mastering thing. It's more something we put on before we export. So we apply the limiter not to our voice, but rather we apply it to the stereo master track. And we put that limiter on the stereo master track and we give it, we set the threshold very high at the very top of the vo volume spectrum. And then we give it a 20 to one ratio or an infinity to one ratio. And we say, you're not gonna pass this line. That allows us to export our audio and for it to be, and then we had our Ratio we had and now we've talked about the threshold. What are those two knobs attack and release? Let's talk about those for a minute attack and release basically is just how fast that compression will happen and then how quickly 
it will release it or how long it will hold on to the compression. So this is just going to determine how aggressive you make your compressor, basically. And you can make your compressor where that line, that threshold, is actually kind of forgiving and it lets some things fly by. It'll let some things get past that line. There's some settings and I made a YouTube video all about how a compressor works and I actually show you how this D3 compressor works on that video over on YouTube if you want to go check that out and to just kind of help this all make sense. And I also give you my Studio Steve vocal compression levels on that video as well. So attack and release basically just determines how fast the compression is going to work for attack and release is how quickly it will let go of that compression. So you just let you usually would just put those knobs at a pretty uh, average place in the middle and you're going to get a good result. And I would say the same for limiting too. Now, on that note, if you put the threshold way too low on a compressor, and especially if you put that threshold too low on a limiter, you're gonna really compromise the integrity of your mix. You gotta be really careful about where you put that threshold, especially when using limiting. Okay, now what was the other knob we saw there? It was a red knob called gain. I also told you that gain is also sometimes referred to as output. So this is basically, we have a bunch of audio reduction going on or gain reduction going on with the compressor. So now here at the gain, this gives us an opportunity to raise the whole volume level of everything because we're crunching everything up here, which like I said, makes what's softer louder and what's louder softer and it kills the dynamic range or the dynamics of our audio signal, which is pretty cool. With the gain, you really don't want to gain too much. The one thing about compression that you do need to be careful about, and this also happens with limiting too, because limiting will make what's softer louder, especially the more gain you apply to the limiter. All of these same functions, all of these same knobs are used on a limiter and a compressor. It's just how you apply these settings that's the difference. Uh, so one word of warning with compression is when you add gain to it, it is going to bring up your noise floor. It's gonna bring up all those subtle little sounds. It's gonna bring up the refrigerator in the next room a little bit. It will bring up your computer buzz or your laptop buzz. It'll also make your co-host, the dude sitting next to you, it's gonna bring his voice up in your signal a little bit more too. So you have to be careful with that. That's why it's always a good rule of thumb to apply your compression lightly. And that brings me to gain reduction. Watch your gain reduction meter and pretty much every compressor at least has a gain reduction meter. Some of these fancier compressors like the 1176 and the, the uh, LA-2A, you'll, you'll see on those, they, they really just have a couple knobs. They have an input and an output knob, but they do have a meter and the meter shows you gain reduction and you can see that meter of how many dBs are being subtracted or minus dBs. And so you want to look at that and you want to have that hovering on average around minus two, minus three dBs. And then when you have those big laughs or those big guffaws, it's okay for those to go all the way down to minus eight or minus 12 even if they're really loud. But if you stay around trimming about three, four dBs, you're going to have a nice, subtle, nice sounding compressor for your mixes. And that pretty much wraps it up for our quick episode here. I'm always looking for suggestions for future episodes. Like I said, this episode had a Podski email me at studiosteve at podsoundschool.com and he was really confused about limiting and what's the difference between limiting and compression. So I thought that would be a perfect episode. So if you have any ideas, anything you're struggling with, please let us know. We love to help. We like to get our Podskis up and running and get their show sounding better and reaching a bigger 
bigger audience. And then finally, since limiting really has to do with exporting, I thought we could talk about exporting, or as you would call it in Pro Tools, bouncing. So we're making our final stereo bounce or our final stereo export. And this is gonna be the file that we will give to our host that we will upload to our website or to Lipson or Blueberry or wherever we're hosting Podbean. And most times this, we're looking for an MP3 here. So I get asked actually a lot like how many kilobits per second should I make my export? And that's a really good question. I've done a, a large amount of research on this and I think a good rule of thumb is at 128 kilobits per second. Even if you have an audio drama and everything else, even at the highest levels, the biggest produced podcasts are usually resting somewhere around 128 kilobits per second. Now, if, you, if it is an audio drama and it's not horribly long, your episodes aren't horribly long and you really want the audio quality to stand through, then you can make your MP3 um, above 128, but 128 kilobits per second on your MP3. And then when it comes to exporting, there is something called loudness, there's loudness meters, there's this whole rabbit hole you can fall down into, which would be a whole nother episode to talk about how loudness works and getting things broadcast ready. Well, we're not on radio anymore. We're an online medium with podcasting. And the volumes and the output and the loudness volumes fluctuate so much from podcast to podcast that really you just want to use common sense. You want to just make sure that you're not crunching it too loud. And like I said, with that threshold, with your limiter and with the gain, just don't turn that gain up much more than a couple to five dB at the most. Um, actually, right now, our episodes, I'm gaining it, I think, six dB. Uh, so that's actually, I'm pushing it pretty hard at the 6 dB. Many people, I have seen people in music production especially push it 10, 12 dB on that gain. That's going to make things sound more brittle, more harsh. It's going to push it up maybe a little too heavy. It's okay for there to be a little bit of dynamics. You don't need to kill all the dynamics. And I think a lot of us have a tendency to think louder is better, uh, louder is more professional. And that actually, I think, isn't always the case. A little bit of dynamics can be fine. I don't need to crunch something and overly compress something to keep raising up the volume and making it less and less dynamic until it's a perfect rectangular block. It'll sound lifeless and harsh and brittle. So it's, it's a balancing act with compression and with limiting. And there are rules of thumb that are really nice. And in most compressors that you'll find in all of our digital audio workstations there is settings presets you could say that all of the plugins have and those are great places to start look for something that says gentle limiter and apply that to your mix and then you can that's a great place to start start with presets look at the presets look at where the presets have things set but don't be afraid to get in there and tweak around and uh, with your own settings to customize your own setting. And then eventually you can save your own preset and call it my badass Studio Steve compressor setting that you just quickly throw on all of your all of your mixes. And so with that, I really appreciate everybody who stopped in today. Thank you. We do this Twitter live every Tuesday at noon here. And then our podcast episode usually goes out between 7 and 8 p.m. on Tuesdays as well. That's mountain time. Uh, say hi to us on Twitter. Go find us over on Instagram. We also have a Facebook group. We'd love it if you wanted to come join our Facebook group. It's Podcasting for Bosses. And more and more people are joining that every day. It's getting really fun. Every Friday, we kind of uh, take an opportunity to 
advertise and talk about our podcasts and kind of explore and discover new podcasts. And every Thursday we do a Facebook Live there, uh, Veronica and I, on varying topics. And every other Thursday we've been doing a pod audit right now, which people have been really enjoying. And even though we've been having a lot of technical difficulties with them, uh, it, they've been a lot of fun and we're learning a lot from auditing other podcasts. So if you'd like to have your own podcast considered for a pod audit by the Pod Town School, come hit us up over at Podcasting for Bosses. You can just find that searching for that as a Facebook group. Okay, well, thanks again so much and good luck with all of your endeavors and uh, happy casting. Welcome to Valuable Learning Experience.